0: what's happening far far away family welcome to star wars in 10 so how's everyone doing this thursday i hope all is well on your side of the galaxy some interesting news has reached me in the outer rim i guess hayden christensen and ewan mcgregor binge watched all the star wars movies to prepare themselves for their return to star wars but hayden took it a little bit further he watched all the animated series as well he stated that he really enjoyed watching the clone wars they did a lot with the characters anakin and obi-wan in those shows It showed more of their relationship as Master and Padawan. There was a lot of interesting stuff to learn about. It was great fun getting back and re-immersing myself into this world that just continues to grow and become more and more vast. Now, I think this is really, really cool. Just imagine for a moment, you might have been sitting there watching one of the animated shows at the exact same time that Hayden was watching it. They say the force works in mysterious ways, or is that that God works in mysterious ways? Shoot, I don't know. I just thought it was cool that they both watched Star Wars to prepare for their roles, and we might've been watching it at the same time. You never know. Okay, now that we talked about that, we can get back to the story, because when we left off yesterday, there was a whole lot going on. So let's jump right into the story, and how do we do that? By dropping the intro.
1: What well would
0: you have? You are now tuned
1: in to a Star Wars show, so just get back and be ready to show. Save your mind of what you know, and we'll let the fourth be the course of where we go. As we take this journey far, far away, now let's hear what John Vader has to say. We would be honored if you would join us. Her lightsaber ignited with a buzzing hum, and she picked up her pace. She was no longer trying to sense any guards who might be ahead. With Bane on the loose, she needed to focus on him. Her master would be on the move, and she had come too far to lose him now. The alarms continued to ring out. Xana ignored them, focusing instead on the flashes of power she felt through the Force, each one a beacon bringing her ever closer to Bane. She darted down a hall and around a corner. Up ahead, she saw a door swinging freely on its hinges. He's there, in that room or one just beyond it. She could sense his presence, his unmistakable power. Creeping along the wall, she approached the edge of the door, then ducked into a roll and somersaulted through into the room beyond. The scene inside gave testament to the fact that Bane had been here. The mangled bodies of guards littered the room. A durasteel door hung askew on its hinges, revealing a steep staircase leading down to another room below. The dark side had been unleashed here only a few minutes ago she could still feel its lingering power. She approached the staircase carefully, probing with her mind into the room below. Again, she felt the unmistakable power of her master. He's trapped. She broke off her efforts to track Bane and instead concentrated on using Sith sorcery to mask her own presence as she raced down the stairs. There was no need for her to be silent. With the alarms echoing throughout the prison, there was little chance he would hear her footsteps. She burst into the lower chamber, only to be disappointed yet again. Another pile of dead guards were gathered around the remains of a table. But Bane was nowhere to be found. She had been tracking an echo of his power, and somehow she had missed the real thing. That's impossible, unless Bane knew she was here. He had tricked her, leaving his imprint on this room to lure her here while he made his escape. But she knew he couldn't have gone far. She turned to head back up the stairs, then paused for a moment to examine the bodies. One looked as if he'd been killed by Bane's bare hands. One was stabbed with a vibroblade. Two others had been shot with a blaster at close range. Curious, Xana made her way back to the room above. The bodies here were quite simply broken. Limbs twisted at grotesque angles, the bones beneath the skin shattered and splintered. There was nothing remarkable about how they had died. She had seen Bane use similar tactics many times in the past. Zana was interested, however, in what was missing. There were no lightsaber wounds. Bane had been unarmed when he took on these foes. It was possible he had found and reclaimed his lightsaber since then. But if he hadn't, if he was wandering the halls of the prison without it, he was vulnerable. As powerful as Bane was, Xana believed she was his equal. And without his lightsaber, he had virtually no hope of defeating her. Closing her eyes and blocking out the ear-splitting sound of the alarms, she reached out with the Force once more. This time, she ignored the powerful dark side imprint Bane had left on the guard rooms. It only took a few seconds for her to pick up his trail again. As she suspected, he was still inside the prison. I'm coming, Master. And only one of us will leave here alive. Set knew he was close. He had left the darkness of the unlit tunnels behind as he had gone deeper and deeper into the stone prison, drawn forward by the call of Darth Andeddu's holocron. The section of the complex he was in now was lit, though it still seemed deserted. He had expected to run into somebody—a patrol, a guard wandering the halls. Whoever had taken Xana's master must have done it with a small team—twenty, maybe thirty people at most. Despite this, he was bracing for an encounter soon. He had reached a long hall with a closed wooden door at the end. He was certain the holocron was inside the room beyond, and he fully expected it to be guarded by at least half a dozen armed soldiers. Gathering himself, he drew his lightsaber and raced down the hallway, leaping toward the door. He hit it square with both feet, knocking the door open as he flew into the room. Much to Set's surprise, there were no guards waiting for him. The only witnesses to his grand entrance were an old wooden desk and chair. He felt a second of panic when he didn't see the holocron anywhere in the small office. Then he noticed the safe built into the wall. There was a combination pad, but Seth ignored it. Using his lightsaber, he simply cut several long, horizontal, and vertical slices in the door. The glowing blade carved through the thick metal with ease, reducing the front of the safe to several heavy chunks that fell to the floor. The holocron was the only thing inside. Set reached out slowly, trembling slightly as he wrapped his fingers around the obsidian pyramid. He drew it reverently from the safe, cradling it with both hands. He nearly dropped his prize when alarm bells began to ring throughout the prison. Whirling to the door, he whipped out his lightsaber, his left hand still clutching the holocron. He dropped into a fighting stance, bracing himself to meet the reinforcements he expected to burst into the room. For several seconds, he didn't move, listening for the sound of running feet or the shouts of soldiers. Hearing nothing, he carefully reached out with the Force, only to find he was still alone. The alarms were still blaring away. And it took a minute for Set to realize they had nothing to do with him. They spotted Xana. Or... her masters escaped. Extinguishing his lightsaber, he tucked it back into his belt. Nobody's going to be worrying about you. Not with a couple of Sith Lords wreaking havoc in one of the other wings. He had what he had come for. It was time to leave Doan. Hopefully, he would never have to come back again. Set still intended to stick with his original plan of stealing one of the other ships, rather than risk running into Xana by going back to where they had landed her shuttle. He just needed to look around until he found the hangars where the other vessels were being stored. Shouldn't be too hard. Just stick to the lid halls and keep out of everyone else's way. Let them fight it out while you sneak off with the real prize. Fortunately, that was something Set was very good at.
0: Okay, this part really didn't offer much in action. Actually, there was no action at all. The author is still building up suspense, preparing us for what's about to come. He is setting the pace and tone, which I don't mind that. Get me excited, then bam, hit me with some action. But it would be nice to get something, anything that has to do with some action. But I guess we did get some information. And that information will lead us to the next part. Xana knows that Bane doesn't have his lightsaber. She figures this out after she views the guards he left mangled in the room he had just escaped from. They were killed by his hands and the force. Then it jumps to say he had just found Darth Vandado's holocron, so now he is looking for a way to get off a of dome. He is searching for another hangar with some ships, hoping he doesn't have to go back the way he came which I don't get. He found out all the information about the prison and gave it to Xana. So he knows it hasn't been used for years, but he still thinks that there's gonna be a ship there. Like I said before, not the brightest star in the sky. And that's where this part came to an end. Not the best part of the story, but it wasn't the worst. And that will lead us to the end of this episode. Tune in tomorrow to find out what happens next. We hope to see you there.